0: What's up, guys? Fitter Food Radio here, and it's episode number 21. Um, Keris is with me, as always, of course. Hello. Hey, up. And uh, we are actually currently sat in a beautiful-looking kitchen in the heart of Greenwich. We've
1: got kitchen envy. We have, big time,
0: (laughs) big time. Um, We have another awesome guest on the show. I know I always introduce our guests as awesome, but that's because I can't think of any other word to describe them, because they are awesome. But today we have uh, Ian Mayle, and he pointed out as in the gender, just to clarify, (laughs) 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 not not as in the, the post. Um, so Ian is a personal trainer, husband, father, and uh, just a general pretty decent guy. Um, yeah, so hello, Ian, mate. How are you? I'm good, thanks. Um, so just to clarify, like, why have we got this guy on the show? Well, he's got a pretty fantastic story because he's got a little boy called Archie, who is now how old? 17 months. 17 yeah. months now. And um, what's interesting about this is that Ian has actually kind of taken on a kind of more natural paleo lifestyle, which you've been doing yourself for how long?
2: That's uh, probably a couple of years now, I would have said. Um, it's actually Keris that put me on to it. Oh, planted <laughs> right. the seed. I thought I was, uh, as much. Yeah, <laughs> gave me some stuff to go away and read, which I did. And um, yeah, I've been sort of implementing it then. Gradually working it in a, um, at home with the wife as well. And um, managed to convince her whilst she was pregnant to sort of switch over completely. So awesome. It's the right thing to do.
0: Which is essentially why we've got you on the show, because mm. you've got a... A happy, healthy 17-month-old boy who, as far as I know, is pretty paleo. He's a little paleo baby. Absolutely. As often as we can be, apart from the odd clod of mud
2: or grass. uh, (laughs) That's quite quite
1: paleo. It's (laughs) all good
2: germs anyway. Yeah, no, he's uh, he's been right from the start, so mostly through sales pregnancy, apart from odd dark times that women have during the pregnancy. <laughs> uh, they to just have to have a bit of cake. Um, I'm sure that happened. But um, no, so he was raised with the right nutrients and we um, got some supplements in as well for Sal during that time. And then after he was born, we, uh, we weaned him, yeah, fully paleo.
0: Awesome. So why don't you, before we kind of go into that, because I, um, I think people are going to get plenty of awesome bits of information because often what we find is that people that are on our plans or working with us one-to-one, whatever is the question always comes, but well, what do I do about my kids? Or, you know, sure. you know, and, and kids of various ages. Yeah. And we always say, well, you can pretty much do with them what you do with yourself. Like, it is no different, etc. But before we get into that, why don't you tell us a little bit more about yourself, your background, and yeah. you've kind of gone into it a little bit, mm-hmm. but just kind of expand on uh, how you got onto this more, do we call it a paleo journey? Natural journey?
1: Yeah, what? any of them. Any of them.
0: <laughs> so many names for it, isn't there?
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, so
2: I... Grew up in Australia, lucky enough, because of my dad's job. Found me over there, and I think that was where I sort of got into health and fitness and sport in general. Mm-hmm. Um, and we ended up having to come back for one reason or another to um, lovely Peterborough. I continued to compete and um, take part in sport all the way through my uh, school years. And then when I went on to university, I'd been doing quite a lot of acting and things like that at the local theatre. Mm-hmm. Basically, got accepted to one of the better schools in London which I didn't expect I was off to do a sports science degree and when I got the place I decided to go for it and take a punt so I went and did a degree course in performance and acting and did that for a good few years Um, worked in town did a few reasonably well-known shows uh, (laughs) found found myself basically in the job that I'd wanted um, and quite bored in the day because when you do a theatre job in the West End you don't have to get to work till six in the evening Um, And I was still training a lot, going playing football, tennis, swimming and using the gym. Um, And I got chatting to a personal trainer in the gym and he said, oh, you know what you should do, do a personal training qualification. It'd be great. You could still be self-employed. You've got flexibility if you need to go to castings and things like that. So, yeah, I did that, did the personal training qualification in the day while I was doing shows in the evening, which was pretty full on but um, yeah got through it and uh, yeah just started to ramp up the personal training hours and basically enjoyed it so much and found myself doing it full time really
0: so and then uh, the acting went out the window.
2: Yeah, it went out the window to a point. I mean, it's, well, you, you it's actually not...
0: you, you turned down the part of Wolverine, didn't you? If i remember? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, that was a few years ago now. One of my few regrets in life. But yeah, <laughs> like, that, that, that would never be big. Yeah, it sounds like an awful
2: story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, I'm, yeah, technically, I've still got an agent, and they do get in touch with me occasionally. But to be honest, now I, I want to do what I'm doing. That's the thing I cool, found man. the thing I enjoy doing. So I want to carry on doing it. Through various personal training jobs and venues and stuff, um, I happened to work with Keris, (laughs) met Keris, and uh, yeah, she's the one that sort of um, put me onto the paleo way.
0: So Keris changed your life basically. <laughs> <laughs> She's sitting there with yeah, that like this lady. What I
1: was gonna tell you was I oh. mentioned yeah, but I mentioned all this stuff to most people I come across, but no one listens and you were about the, birthday, the one and only person that listened to me. <laughs> so that was nice. And then we just talk <laughs> about nice it all the to be time. Appreciated, <laughs> yeah, <it was>. <laughs> <laughs> and this is before we wrote the book or anything, wasn't it? So yeah, yeah, it's a while ago about, now.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, but I was just really interested in your position as well. Obviously, when Sally got pregnant, mm-hmm. I was like really Oh please do this, do this because yeah. I don't know anyone else that has, not personally. Yeah. So
2: Well for me it was a no brainer. I mean I'd been um, I'd noticed a massive difference in myself, in the way I felt.
0: Um, you know, and I'm Talk sure. Talk us through
1: that, what did you notice in terms of yeah, health what, benefits? What,
0: what were your what were your symptoms, so to speak, of like you know, before or, or did it? Because sure. I often find that when people make the change, mm-hmm. a lot of people aren't even actually aware of the symptoms until they start experiencing like the positive change and think, yeah. "Wow, actually, my, my energy was really bad because I feel amazing right now." And all of a sudden, bloating that's not there anymore made them realise that they were actually bloated all the time. Absolutely, yeah. That is exactly
2: that's exactly the best way I can or I've found to describe it at the moment is I feel like everything was sort of soft focus before I did it. Yeah, you know, and I didn't realize because obviously I had no perspective on it. I've yeah. always been eating the stuff I've been eating, and I it wasn't in bad shape. But um, you know, I was looking after myself. I was eating what was a traditional healthy diet. That you,
0: I mean, j- just to kind of put it out there, like um, Ian is a is a slim athletic guy as far as i know
1: it's gonna be beautiful now you're gonna pay him some compliments no but i mean like you
0: know i'm just trying to the point i want to get out there he he is pretty handsome he's got nice hair (laughs) thanks man she's in the beard (laughs) Um, what i'm trying to say is that a lot of people and, and this is the point that even now we struggle to get across or it just takes people a while to get their head around is that it's not just about Fat loss, you know, like you're a yeah, slim you guy, you're an athletic guy. Any, any fat didn't do. need to lose
2: any weight, really. Um, I mean, I did notice a change in my body composition, but it was, it was, you know, the little, the last few percent, if you know what I mean, yeah. with regards to the body fat percentage that I'd always struggled to get rid of. Um, and for most guys, it's generally, you know bottom half of the stomach and that's the last little bit that lingers a bit too long
1: it
2: it disappeared and I remember coming and saying to you, it's ridiculous, I can't (laughs) stop, but every time I get on the scales I was thinking, oh my god, you said to me eat more fats, eat more fats, more (laughs) (laughs) get on the nuts in between meals, so um, yeah, it wasn't like I I was I went to it because I felt ill or I felt like I was underperforming when I was training or anything like that Um, I just thought, why not give it a shot this girl seems to know what she's talking about. And uh, once I'd done it, just even for a couple of weeks, straight away felt completely different and slept better. That was a big mm. thing for me as well. Um, and my training was going bananas as well. I was getting so many more strength gains and things like that. That's and amazing. Yeah, it was it was a, a big eye-opener for me. Yeah, so I decided to stick with it. And then...
0: What was the initial protocol that oh. various uh, suggested...
2: Um, I think you weren't you weren't that persuasive at that point. You just sort of said to me, "Oh look, I will tell you what, here's here's the basics, and read up on it." Sent me some website links, and uh, I think it was Rob Wolf's book you put me onto first of all. Yeah, so I went away, read it cover to cover. <laughs> Thought, okay, starting to starting to make sense. This definitely sounds like something I could try. At the time, Sal was working full time, so. Sorry, just Hamish's bone.
1: There you
2: go, buddy. Should just um, let people
1: know, Hamish is launching his bone around Ian's kitchen, <laughs> <laughs> throwing it in the air, trying to get his attention.
2: He's had plenty of food thrown around it in the last couple of years. But, um, yeah, at the time, I was um, cooking most of my meals for myself because the, work, the hours I work and the hours that Sal was working, she was working in the city at the time, 9 till 5 or 8 till 7. We weren't eating together that often, so it was easy for me to do it without really forcing it onto her so I could just tweak evening meals or weekends if we were eating together and then the bulk of it I could kind of go at it alone because she sort of wasn't as easily swayed as me at the start um, but she saw a difference in me and she kind of I like to think that she values my opinion as my wife. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, she was already, already changing the way she was eating. She didn't go as flat out as I did with it, yeah. but she was slowly making the changes, which is, you know, some people get there that way, some people get there the way I did it, so sort of all or nothing. And then she was, uh, we found that she was pregnant.
1: What did she hold on to, just out of interest? What was she like, I'm not giving up this?
2: Cake. I'm not. It's it's yeah. Sal loves Sal loves a bit of cake, and that makes it sound awful. But um, it's it's like a mum's. It's a culture thing with mums. They go for coffee and cake. That's what they do during maternity leave. They have coffee and cake and they go to a, a yoga class and they have coffee and cake. <laughs> um, which, you know, it's, it's okay because it's, it's a hormonal time, it's an emotional time for them and it is really tiring having a little and it's obviously worse for Sal than it is for me because I got to go to work which was always a break. At some yeah, point. yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, so when she was pregnant she she started to pay more attention to what she was eating That's amazing. and as soon as we found out we sort of, um, I ordered, uh, I think it was Polyquin supplements antenatal supplements from the States had to pay for them, but basically I was looking at what, each, you know, Sal should have been consuming, and then I was looking at supplements that you can get in this country and they're just pretty poor, yeah, and rather the than a very... cocktail of stuff, the popcorn yeah. did a pack where you could buy it sort of ready-made, just this is your day's worth of stuff, and every time we went to the doctors and the nurse to a checkup and things, everything was through the roof that, you know, would normally be lacking slightly, so oh, things wow. like iron and um, B twelve and stuff was all brilliant really all healthy. the way through and um,
1: just out of interest, did they, uh, did they conflict? Because obviously the advice given, mm. um, you know, by doctors or yeah. um, what do you have now instead? of
2: instead of a doctor, midwife.
1: Midwife, sorry. Yeah. Did they give you the the nutritional advice? Don't they? Uh,
2: yeah, and yeah, what, they do. What,
1: what were they? Did they <laughs> talk, like question what you were doing, or did you not mention it? A
2: little bit. Sal kind of um, asked me not to go go at it too badly with them because I get quite, why Why do you say that? Because this, you know, I've I've read this yeah. and all the research actually points to this and uh, it could get quite heated. You know, people don't like to be questioned in those situations. I think at the end of the day, it's a free anti class in the NHS. It's yeah. like, look, this is what I've been told to say. You know, I don't know why. <laughs> yeah. You know, don't ask me to back it up with facts or that. Uh, you
1: know.
2: um, so, science. Yeah, exactly, exactly.
1: But
2: I mean, I, I was done a favour actually because... Um, it was a few months before Sal left work to have Archie she had, they had a person in to her company and she did a big nutritional talk and she was quite close to I'd say a paleo template you know she was saying it's fine to eat you know legumes and some of the pseudo grains but steer clear of the processed, um, processed grains and carbohydrates and um, sugars healthy fats all that stuff and it's the classic I'm sure a lot of other people have had it before but you, you mention it to your wife And coming from you, they're like, yeah, whatever. (laughs) And then a woman at work comes in and she's all glamorous with her nice bag and she's talking about all the same stuff I've been talking to Sal about over dinner for the past months. Do you know what this woman said today? (laughs) All right. But no, it really helped, I think, for her to realise it wasn't just me being bonkers and it sort of convinced her to go for it because she spoke to her at the end and said, look, you know, obviously I'm pregnant. Would you recommend doing it whilst you're pregnant? She said, absolutely go for it. Oh, amazing. So that sold it to her. And then, yeah, it was i'll be honest the first few months after we had archie we were not fully paleo because i mean you're just eating whatever you can hold with one hand it was yeah. absolute, our freezer wasn't big enough to hold enough pre-cooked food you know everything kind of goes out the window sleeping's gone and I, I just felt awful we both did yeah. it's tough it is a tough few months you know, don't get me wrong, it's amazing. And we you were working throughout
1: this, weren't you? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. that's the
2: problem, being self-employed is one of the drawbacks of the job. Archie was due on the 21st of December, and I was like, perfect timing. I'll finish work, you know, 19th. We'll have him on the 21st. So naive. And then uh, I, I don't work in between Christmas and New Year anyway. No one wants to train there, and it's fine. I'll we'll have a nice couple of break, you know, a couple of weeks off, get to know him, get Sal sorted, and then head back to work in January. No, he didn't arrive till the 28th.
1: <laughs> Sal had a
2: 52 hour labour oh, wow. and then um, wow. didn't get him home till New Year's Eve so our first night in the house was New Year's Eve um, so it's hard enough trying to get him to sleep without fireworks but uh, oh. <laughs> but um, I had to go back to work like three days later I remember really vividly how I had uh, a few sessions booked in just a few in the evenings it was the first time I was going to have left Sal on her own with Arch wow. and um, got to a couple of hours before and she just burst into tears I hope she doesn't mind me telling people this.
1: you, hey babe. Uh, <laughs> and I just sort of rang rang
2: my clients and said, Yeah, it's not happening tonight, so I'll have to wait till tomorrow, so we'd gave it another day. It was, it was it was tough very going cool. but wow. um I I think eating well for Sal during the pregnancy and the supplements meant she had very few cravings.
1: Really? No, yeah, really. Did, did done you increase outlaw. certain foods, like specifically during the pregnancy? So, yeah. What did you? Um, so, try and, we'd more? try
2: and eat more fish, um, green leafy veg, loads of that, um, as much as we could. Anyway, I tried to get her onto the bone broth, but it wasn't happening. She's still not convinced. <laughs> I've got some
1: going really? at the
0: moment. Yeah, um, yeah, it's, yeah. It's not for everyone, is it? No. no. We, we, we often recommend soup, that. Though, yeah. If yeah. people can't yeah. handle it, it straight, like, like us soup. hardcore primal yeah. folk. <laughs> <laughs> Then just get it in stews and soups, yeah. and you know you still get the same benefit, don't you? With yeah. uh, well, what we do with ours, quite a lot now is because you know the the fat that you scoop off the top,
2: mm. you use that at the weekend, oh, the weekend roast veggie in that, yeah, roast potatoes in that. And sometimes People don't know the what they're missing. Broth goes in whatever um, for the gravy and things. So we do try and I try and get it in there, but yeah, yeah. it's just not really going to sit and have a mug of it. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> I take it to my uh, first session of the day and can't. Well, that that smells disgusting. What are you talking about? <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> this is health in this mug. I get help. <laughs> I'll fit a bottle. I'll sort it. yourself out. <laughs> yeah. Um, did
1: so, you get her on?
2: A, she, managed to get her on liver or? Uh, what did I made? Um, pate. So chicken liver pate. Excellent. I make a mean pate now. So uh-huh. uh, apparently highest incidence of food poisoning with pate, but I didn't find this really? out until after I cooked it a few times. Really? So it was like nonsense. But yeah. But obviously we get our liver from butchers and you know I make it straight away. But. It's amazing, and it's so cheap as well. You know, okay. you can make a, a ton of it for next to nothing, and it's, yeah, it was brilliant. So, um, luckily, Sal does like pate, so I managed to get some of that stuff down. And it's all about the cheats and stuff, and yeah. Arch has had it as well. Pate, now he's eating solids and things. Oh, wow. When, when um, I
0: was, uh, back in the day, when I was younger and didn't really have much money, I mean, <laughs> I actually haven't got much money now,
1: I'm <laughs> just
2: older, <laughs> we
0: but I used to just eat so much liver, like especially yeah. when I was working, right. because it was just so cheap, Yeah, you know, and I knew I was getting my protein here and whatnot, so I liked it from a young age, and that's what I don't get, like, in terms of budgeting for your food, you get so much in liver yeah. for so little, Yeah, you know, cost-wise, and it's insane, but, but, yeah. Yeah.
1: but again, I well, suppose, you know, if you don't like
0: it, you stuff. don't like it, yeah.
2: No, well, that was that was the very first thing solid, chewable food that Archie had was
0: liver.
1: Oh, and sticks that's to liver. amazing! And
0: he liked it. Loves it. Still hey. likes it. It's Loves it. Beautiful. yeah. Beautiful. I love it. Yeah.
1: I was gonna say just back to uh, back, yes, back to the pregnancy. No, no, mm. I'm just saying a bit more on the pregnancy, just because yeah. we have a lot of women asking. Um, sure. Did she suffer from morning sickness at all?
2: Uh, no. Oh
1: really? Now
2: again, it's one of those things. That's I your liver. You <laughs> yeah. You. you you say, oh, I think it's because she's eating well, but you always get the doubters that say, oh, well, you don't know that. It might just be some people get lucky and don't get yeah, it. But yeah. no, there wasn't really much of that. Asal had a really smooth pregnancy, I think. If she, did, <laughs> if she didn't, she hit it well. But yeah, she she really enjoyed pregnancy. She loved it. She was glowing and excited, and it was a really nice time for us. I know Aww. a lot of people do go through the ringer, so um, that comes afterwards so.
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> when they arrive.
1: <laughs> yeah, but,
2: yeah, so I, I think it had a big... Made a big difference, but it's always the case. It's, it's very difficult to to prove it. Yeah, you know? that's what it was.
1: People and I did, always. I was going to say I'd seen. Um, there's quite a mixture of opinions over how to adapt it for pregnancy, as mm. in primal eating. Sure. And Sally Fallon is very high fat mm-hmm. and low carb, and Chris Kresser is more high carb. Did Sally find she wanted more um, carbohydrates? She
2: was fairly active during pregnancy. Yeah. Right the way through, so. She was eating a fair amount of carbs. We didn't go low carbs, so, but there was, yeah, paleo carbs. So, you know, sweet potatoes, yeah. parsnips, squash, things like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, but it was definitely high fat. We were all over the coconut oil and avocados and the fish and things like that. So, there was plenty of fats in there. Um, so, I suppose we did a hybrid of the two. Yeah. So, we've got the Nourishing Traditions book. It's got quite a few good recipes. It's the Western Price, the kids' version Yeah. the Western Price but, um yeah, and that's really good with recipes and things for Archie and also for during pregnancy. If anyone's out there looking for an option, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. get on Amazon. Fantastic. Yeah. And then, so uh, after the birth, I suppose mm-hmm. uh, you had some exp- uh, some issues with breastfeeding, didn't you? So yeah, you know, talk us through.
2: It was really tough. Um, it's obviously the tiredest you've ever been in your
0: life. You've Can got you, you know this... men can't breastfeed, right?
1: Well, no. at, at <laughs> weeks <laughs> now,
2: <laughs> slaved away, shaved. <laughs> <headless. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> um Yeah, it was a really tough time. Arch was, bless him, didn't sleep for longer than two or three hours. I was working more hours than normal, if anything, because, you know, Sal was, um well, at that point she was earning, but we knew we had the second half of the year where she wouldn't be. So pressure's on everyone, and you go to these antenatal classes, but there's, you know, three and a half of them. We didn't end up doing NCT because we thought there's a lot of money in London and, um, yeah it's just we thought well why not go with the free ones it's fine you know yeah. and we're all quite well read with a lot of the stuff including nutrition and exercise yeah um, but the breastfeeding thing they really for me I don't think they prepare you for it because now that we know a lot of other parents new parents I think probably less than half of them manage to breastfeed
1: really yeah and that's oh
2: in large part down to being yeah not being prepared for it from the classes i think because it's just made to seem like oh it just works yeah it, was, it, it yeah. would be like i don't know um, putting a key in a lock or you know yeah. pop, pop them on there you go <laughs> yeah, done no way they go it's it's not how it works and it wasn't how it worked for us we actually had because sal was in um hospital for a day and a half after we had archie um the nurses were quite pushy about getting him to eat so he wasn't latching on very well so he wasn't getting very much milk and then he'd be crying and the nurse is saying to you he's crying because he's hungry and give him some formula and sound new. and we discussed it and we said we don't want to do formula we want him to be breastfed you know this is the good stuff as well early doors the colostrums called got even more nutrition in it than later on um and it's the exact right amount of macronutrients that a baby needs at that stage so we were really keen not to do that but the nurse sort of basically said, Well, you're not getting out of the hospital until he, he's had a feed, until he's had this bottle, oh, wow. and gave us a bottle. And we were both so tired. Like I said, Sal had 52 hour labour. Yeah. At the moment, it was a point the norovirus was going on as well. So I was only allowed there during visiting hours, and it was one person at a time. So still, grandparents oh. hadn't been in, and they were all waiting oh, at home. Like, Come on, we need to go meet him. So um, in the end, we did give him this little bottle of formula, and it was from a teat that's, this is like, parents language I some parents listening otherwise people would be like this guy's weird <laughs> speed speed of teat is all of a sudden the topic for conversation <laughs> speed, uh, of <laughs> speed of teat yeah so how big the holes are how quick you can get the milk out
1: yeah. this is ridiculous
2: insane. yeah so what speed um, is... this was a pretty speedy teat <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it was it was going pretty fast. So uh, he he basically got a lot of milk very quickly and quite lazily. Yeah. And because of that, we're pretty sure that's what it was. When he then went back to the breast, he was like, "This is hard work. I'm not getting much <laughs> out here." Um, you know. Plus, it wasn't helped by the fact that Sal um, had to have a C-section in the end. So um, oh, wow. that actually re- delays the uh, release of the colostrum because obviously, uh, you don't get the hormone yes, release of through a more traditional birth. Getting a bit graphic now. No, no, no,
1: this is amazing stuff. Sorry, really guys. useful. Uh, really useful.
2: Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we think that was a stumbling block for us, but it got, I think we gave it six weeks of trying to, to breastfeed him. And it was really miserable for Sal and for Archie. Yeah. And in the end, we took the decision. And I just said, Look, I think they were both on the sofa in tears, and they had been for ages. And I was, you know, just said to her, Look, greater good here. You're both incredibly stressed. You know, I know we discussed it and said we didn't want to do the formula yeah. thing. But you know, I was raised on formula. Sal was raised on formula. It's not the end of the world. And I said, but the choices we'll make later when he goes on to solids yeah. further down the line will hopefully make up for it. And um, that's the I think being a parent teaches you not to judge other people with that stuff because totally. I I used totally. to I think sort of say to oh you know you really shouldn't you know if you can breast his best and stuff but it's just not possible a lot of the time. Having said that, when we went to the formulas, we looked into it, researched it, and we ended up using um, goat's milk formula rather than the traditional off-the-shelf ones, and we kind of had to make up each feed individually, so we've got some multivitamin liquid drops that we put in there as well, and a probiotic powder um, um, from our health food shop, so we kind of made it up ourselves through, you know, there's a lot of information online now, which I support for us just knowing where to go with the right ones, and uh, I remember I spoke to you about it as well, and you had a friend who helped you out with some information for me, which was great. Um, so yeah, we thought that's going to be the best option for us. And as soon as we did that, he was just a happier little boy and more relaxed because he didn't, you know, it's not nice for either of them. And Sal felt upset. I know she felt like she let me down because given what I do and everything that I've been doing with nutrition and stuff, you know, she knew that it was important to me, but you know, at the end of the day, they were both happy. But I do think that in summary... (laughs) <laughs> they make it sound like it's just going to happen and yeah. i think they need to be more forgiving of it and in retrospect in hindsight i think someone else told us oh we've got a friend who's a nurse and she said oh well you can you can give them the formula fee but give them it from a, a little dish or a saucer or whatever it's not easy for them it's hard work so that then when they do get back on the breast they go actually this is pretty solid compared to that saucer business oh wow rather than you basically glugging it down their throat with a really quick Teat. There yeah. I go my teat speeds again. That's
1: amazing. Um,
2: yeah. So, so there
1: are alternatives, but it's almost like you're being given the quickest option at the time. The exa- yeah, because yeah.
2: they need the beds, and I understand that. But yeah. at the same time, you get it differs greatly on what, if you go from one nurse to another, on what advice you'll be given. So had we have had this friend of ours as a nurse in our ward, she would have said, I understand where you're coming from, try
0: this. So I was going to say, because... Um, because I mean, I mean, cause obviously, I, I only know you through Keris, and yeah, I've sure. met you on a few occasions. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's told me some awesome stories about how Archie, you know, how you weaned him onto yeah. to food and stuff. Yeah. So that'd be like really intriguing to kind of find out, mm-hmm. you know, what what were your first steps, you know, when he was like. Sure. Well, as a new parent, the whole
2: thing feel you feel massively out of your depth, and you don't know what you're doing with any aspect of it. You know, <laughs> changing nappies, when they cry, what the hell's the matter with them, how to hold them, particularly as a guy. You just, I felt massively out <laughs> of my day. And you're learning on the fly and you think, God, all the paperwork I had to do to get my car or a driving licence, and yet I'm just allowed to walk out of the hospital with this one and no one's <laughs> an eye on me.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: a bit crazy. Um, and I think that, that it can make people really insecure in their decisions. So if anyone questions it, hmm. then you... You question it at the same time, even yeah. things that you really were confident on before. Now, I didn't have that problem with the nutrition side of it, mm-hmm. but I know that Sal approached it with a bit more caution than I did. So it was she kind of always said, "Well, look, if it doesn't work, we'll just go back to doing it normally." And obviously, she was going to a lot of mums' groups, meeting up with mums and things like that. Yeah. And you do everyone's judging everyone at those things. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I can't stand it. But you know, there's a trend at the moment like baby rice and things like that. And when your friend has got baby rice out for their baby or, yeah. um, you know, they're giving them fruit juices or whatever, and then are weaning them, going, oh, yeah, we just fill him up with rice, and he sleeps for longer. And we're <laughs> knackered, because he's not sleeping that well, or whatever, um, and or maybe it's the food. Maybe we should just pack him out on rice. But we didn't. We, we stuck to it, and I'm really glad we did, because he loves his food, absolutely Aww. loves it, um, and we, we just have no problems with him. We've never really had, touch wood, any, any health issues. So we went, first thing we did, I think, was uh, egg yolk. Mm-hmm. Um, So we did egg yolk, which we scrambled up in the pan with some coconut oil. Um, and that was the first thing he had solids-wise, and then sort of obviously supposed to get more solid, if you know what I mean, <laughs> <in> consistency <laughs> as you move on. Um, so then we moved on, yeah. And then liver was the was the big thing, was the first proper crunchy or yeah. not chewy food that he'd had, and he he loved it. He didn't he didn't have the teeth to get through it at the time, so he had to cut it up in small pieces for him. But he was sort of sucking on it and just getting all the flavour out. Loved it. Um, And, yeah, we've never really had any foods that he's sort of turned his nose up at. The only thing that maybe we struggle with is to get greens down him, just because they're leaves. Yeah. And he, he looks at you and sort of, Oh, how am I supposed to eat that? It's, you know, <laughs> it's a leaf. <laughs> it's it's, it's a garden. It. Yeah, is it? yeah. you tell me not to eat grass. What's going on? So um, we have to kind of find clever ways to get that into his diet. But everything else, I mean, um, one of his favourites, actually, and you guys will be happy with this, is uh, the Fitter Foods squash with uh, coconut milk.
1: Oh, And really? uh, oh, cinnamon. Wow. Yeah. Cinnamon, sorry, yeah. Yeah. That's oh, it. yeah. cinnamon
2: and ginger, yeah. Garlic, isn't it?
1: Yeah, I think so, yeah.
2: yeah. Got so some yeah. in the fridge stocked up yeah he he absolutely goes nuts for that yeah um but he loves that all the meat and stuff like when whenever we went out before he started nursery this was so he's only about eight nine months and you've got other kids eating a rice cracker or a breadstick and things and now she's got a mackerel fillet with a skin on just eating it i was so proud of him (laughs) the parents like that
0: look at him he loves it that's the thing isn't it it's like because, I mean, I'm sure, I mean, you know, where I don't have any kids, um, I mean, not that I know of anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, and, you know, it's like you say, I think there is like a constant judgment like from yeah. others. I mean, I because mean, I can't lie, you know, like even I judge as a non-parent, yeah. you know, when I see parents just letting their kids just eat mm. sweets in, you know, the truckload and chocolate all over their face. And yeah. it's normally, like when we're out and about, the amount of times that it's a way to keep them quiet you know, the kids are acting out you know have a kit cat or yeah. I'm actually doing the action here of passing kid a kit Kat, <laughs> Um you know and I just think God like I just would never do that, you know mm. like yeah. and but I I think from your perspective they're like what a bit of mackerel yeah like, for it. That's I think that's
2: as weird to them as giving yeah them a Kit Kat is to me, you know? Um and these <laughs> things that are still promoted as healthy. Uh you know, people will believe what they read and what they see on the television yeah, totally. and all those yes. things over what some guys that happens to be a, I don't know, the baby screening of the cinema or whatever, you know, just feeding their <laughs> child mackerel. Hello.
1: Sorry. i kisses. Amish. <laughs> Amish has climbed on Ian's knee Tons and he's Sticking his tongue. He's
0: in. very forward. Trite breath as well.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: Never good. <laughs> So I think there there is that element, and it is sometimes it can be difficult. But I've I've always believed in what we were doing, and I think that he show in him it always convinces me that we're doing the right thing.
1: How do, how does he compare to other children? Do you think?
2: Well, again, it's the sort of thing that you could say, oh, it's nothing to do with the food. It's just you got lucky. You've got a good child, yeah. he's well behaved, but he's really calm. And I'm not saying he's like, dull, he's, uh, he's, a, he's a real live wire, he's always running about, he's got plenty of energy, he's very vocal, he's very social, he's everything you want your child to be. But on top of that, hes we don't get many strops, we do get strops, but that's just a hormonal thing at this stage, apparently. But yeah, they're few and far between, and when they are, they're really, really... <laughs> not that bad and yeah. having seen other kids and i think going to nursery gave us more perspective on how other kids are as well you know there are other kids in the nursery that at least once a day will throw up whatever they've eaten that day and it's yes. just sort of oh no worries get rid of that and i mean throwing up full-on meals worth of food really? yeah. yeah oh no worries scoop it up and you know crack on just give them some more of whatever it was that's given us more perspective and he definitely seems like a really calm, contented baby and obviously partly that's down to the fact that he's got an amazing dad. (laughs) Also, I think the food helps.
0: So do you like, um, because obviously um, he's at nursery from what, like, what, this full day for Nine till five or what? Yeah, him and Sal
2: leave the house at eight uh, um, when he's at nursery and then they're not back till half six so he has all three meals at nursery. And so, which you prepare, yeah? No, not for that one. We, We picked nursery um, Basically, because they have a chef on site, no way, and they let you. They basically say they cater for any dietary requirements. And I mean, we were a bit nervous about writing down everything that we uh, <laughs>
1: didn't, didn't yeah. want him
2: to have, like lists of food. <laughs> yeah. But when we went in there, I was like, "No, I don't feel bad about this anymore." People were putting things like, "Doesn't like raspberry jam."
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: it's so specific, your child—they're a year old. you know Just keep trying it with them. So yeah, we basically said to them the basic rules of what it is. I told her the name of it was. They come around and do a home visit before he starts yeah and talked her through it quite a lot of that that's the introductory meeting no just the the head of the the nursery because there's different rooms in the nursery she came over and I sort of explained to her what we were doing with him why we were doing it and how it worked and the basic guidelines of it and I said look I'd really appreciate it if you could do a little bit of background reading on it as well and to be fair to her she did and the chef um, is great normally they they do 90% 90% of the time it's, it's all good stuff and they write down in his book every day what, what he's had oh. and there's only the odd hiccups I think the other day I, I think he managed to get his hands on some plain popcorn um, <laughs> so I sort of went well, oh, you know it'd be great if we didn't need to go there because he doesn't need it he doesn't have it when he's at home or with yeah. us um, which is you know four days out the, of out the seven um and but he' probably stole it off someone else 's high chair, so oh, really? it 's not their fault,
1: yeah, but,
2: yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I mean the grand scheme of things as well exactly yeah, yeah. exactly. this is what I said to sal we We know that we have to be realistic about it, and in a couple of years he's been going to kids parties every other weekend and stuff in his face, probably with horrendous, like frozen <laughs> pizzas and yeah. f- French fries, oven French fries and stuff and Haribo and cakes yeah, yeah. and all sorts and coming home and being a bloody nightmare. But um, but
1: you've mentioned though on occasions when he has been offered those foods, yeah. he's not actually taken them. That's
2: right, so on his first birthday we were flying out to go skiing that afternoon so we had a bit of a birthday brunch for him, which yeah. had a close um, family and a couple of friends over um, and he was sat there in his high chair with his little number one hat on and um his uh grandparents had bought down a cake for him birthday cake so we were like yeah of course his birthday give him a a, a piece of cake popped on his high chair next to his blueberries well that's the blueberries Uh, (laughs) and he basically just shoved the cake off the high chair and just cracked on with the blueberries amazing (laughs) amazing, so it's been pretty smug at that point (laughs) so he's um yeah he doesn't he doesn't show any desire to have that stuff i don't feel like we're depriving him at all because he's never known it and he's healthy and if i'd given the choice i'd rather not have ever had to eat that stuff so i didn't get the cravings that we all sometimes do it'd be better if i didn't know what half that stuff tasted like and then i can just go well that makes you sick so i'm hoping that when he gets a bit older he does go and eat half a bag of haribo and come back to me and go dad i feel awful i can go is it worth it?
1: No. <laughs> I hope that he goes,
2: it's not, Dad, you're right. <laughs> Maybe it's wishful thinking, but, you know, the, the way I see it is we'll do as much good as we can at this stage, yeah, yeah. shape his palette, his experiences, totally. so we always make sure that when we're cooking his meals, within reason, he sits in the high chair and um, he's just missed it, actually, he's gone back to the toy library, but he did have a toy kitchen, which he loved, so it's got all the knife and all these bits, and I... <laughs> even that's a good point, actually, about um, messages for kids. They... This thing was full: of French fries, hot dogs, burgers, really? ice cream, croissants, oh, nice. yeah. yeah, so I was sorry. like sifting through the box. do yeah, not have any of that. not have any of that. <laughs> and so, uh, wait, the, wait, where's the liver toy? <laughs> <Where's> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. The chicken breast. <laughs> Just the patty, thank you. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um,
2: yeah, but uh, favourite was the banana actually of that set. But um, he <laughs> always has been in the kitchen while we're cooking. He can see what we're doing, and he knows that we're sort of using fresh food. And then whatever we have, if as possible, now he eats all his meals with us same thing as us which is brilliant we always had it as a target that it was around his first birthday obviously that we had our christmas dinner and we love christmas we're mad for it and um it was a name of ours that he could sit down at the table and have christmas roast dinner with us and the family and he did no qualms at all absolutely loved it you know so that that's um yeah I i think he's um he's doing well
1: so, sort of typical breakfast, lunch, and dinner. What would that be?
2: So, breakfast he'll have um, egg, salmon, avocado. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes he'll have um, we do. I think it was in a what's the book called Fitness for the Recipes for Life. Um, and yeah, it's a spinach, spinach and egg loaf. Similar to the egg loaf, but it's more spinach than egg. Yeah. And it's got um, some other bits and bobs in it. And sometimes I will have a bit of that for breakfast. If we get good quality sausages and the butchers will have that, some bacon maybe, you know, we try and mix it up. But um we haven't moved on from scrambled eggs or uh, boiled eggs yet. I think poached eggs is ready for that, yeah. Too, <laughs> man, too many liquids, isn't <laughs> it? Like, you know, just fling them about. Um Yeah, so that's normally a typical breakfast and that's the same as is for him as it is for, for me or for Sal. And then, um yeah, lunch-wise, he'll have, yeah, some sort of cold fish probably or burgers that we've made previously, leftovers, things like that, with, yeah, some, some raw veg, So peppers, cucumbers, tomatoes. Or To be honest, they're one that are a bit hit and miss. Some days he'll have them, some days he won't. And then, yeah, whatever we've got batch cooked, like I said about the squash, if we make it, we'll make loads of it. We'll do sort of two squash worth and just have it in the fridge ready to go because he actually has most of his food cold anyway. If you give him it even slightly above warm, he does the sign thing for hot, hot, hot. I'm hitting myself in the cheek with the palm of my hand there. That's the sign language for hot, 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 hot. Yeah, so he um, he's got no problems with that, and then they do snacks at nursery, so now we do give him a bit of a snack, but that'll be like half a banana or whatever, and then yeah, in the evening, he'll have whatever we're having yeah so whether it be I mean we sometimes say we're having jerk salmon then we'll do a couple of salmon fillets at the same time with maybe just some lemon juice on it and some garlic oh so much kick yeah exactly yeah. I think he's ready for that yeah we did try him with one of the curries and uh, he wasn't impressed he was doing hot 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 for a while and it was cold so he, was about <laughs> about <as hot>. uh, <laughs> he didn't understand it um yeah and then yeah like we'll give him some berries or um yeah, just something like that for dessert. That's, that's that's normally what he eats during the day. The traditional thing to do is to give them a milk feed when they get up from their long nap. It's the only nap he has now. Yeah. So we um, we tried and we just give him a little bit of uh, raw milk. We're lucky because we can get to Blackheath Farmers Market every week. So we get the raw milk wow. from there awesome. and um, give him some of that as well. Yeah, rather than just bog standard stuff. Yeah. But to be honest, he doesn't drink much of it because he's just, after his nap, he's full of beans running around all over the shop. Um, yeah, so that's the day, the day in the life of Archie Mail. <laughs> so like what,
0: what? what has been the general response from, you know, um, from, like, relatives and mm. stuff? Because I'm sure... the parents. I'm sure as they have well? something to say about it.
2: Yeah, there, there's quite a lot of friction with family, or there have been incidences where there have been friction. Grandparents just have this thing where they and I completely understand it they don't see him that often Mm -hmm. Uh, both sets of grandparents don't live that close to us so they maybe haven't seen him as often as anyone would like so they have this thing where they want to spoil him yeah And they're spoiling him as giving him ice cream if it's summer or giving him chocolate, like Easter a few weeks ago, minefield. (laughs) Uh, You know, and and I kind of had to stop and and I had to talk to Sal before we go back if it's her family, because obviously I don't feel that comfortable saying it. I will do if I have to, but it's better coming from her. But um, I sort of had to say, you know, when you use the term, it's okay to spoil him. Yeah. I mean that literally you are spoiling my child. <laughs> Ruining his gut
1: when you do this, okay?
2: So I um, would really rather we didn't. I mean, I get some weird looks from them when I'm in that way. So they, they weren't, it wasn't completely out of left field that he was doing the same thing. It just I think they find it a bit difficult and they don't quite, yeah. um, don't get it. Because, you know, they, the way they see it is, I'm fine. Yeah, this way all yeah. my life. Yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, there's been a couple of awkward moments. Easter was definitely one of them, where there were uh, there were a lot of chocolate because Archie isn't the only child in the family as well. There's a few older kids, and they were actually running around Easter egg hunts and stuff. And he had his eighty um, percent green and blacks egg. Um, he didn't have the whole thing. Don't worry. <laughs> but he had a little bit of that, but you know. They'll be like, oh, go on, give him him a bit of the egg. Yeah, cool, there you go. Then it's all over his face. And to be fair to him, he loves it, but it's fine. I don't mind him having, you know, good quality Dutch chocolate. It's fine, I I eat it, so uh, it's it's all good. And then you'll give him that, and they'll be, oh, give him another bit, give him another bit. It's like, just be satisfied, you know, it's enough, it's fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So there have been some awkward moments where, you know, the phrase has been mentioned, kids need sugar. (laughs) Really? Yeah, to run around, and um, he's like clambering around the garden at the time like does he look short on energy to you you know <laughs> he's the ultimate he's ultimately might get out of jail free car because he's always so happy and healthy yeah so um,
1: that's amazing yeah though. they
2: have had that but with other mums I think maybe it's just good that Sal's got really nice friends around her and now hasn't been yeah. in the mum groups as much but I don't think they all they just get on with it. They're the, similar to us in that, you know, well, we're not going to judge anyone or try not to and definitely not mention it. So, yeah, his friends eat very differently to him, but it's never really a bother. It just means we have to be organised. Yeah. So that's definitely a trick. Like, we we did a holiday down to south of France and we, we drove down in the end because we thought we don't want to put everyone else through a plane journey with Arch. At that age, with the um, ear popping and stuff, yeah. So we drove down, but it's a seven-hour drive. We split it up into two days. But it was basically in the car for two days, bless him. And we knew there was not going to be anything on offer on the way down. You know, yeah. Service stations in Europe was just the same as Britain. It's awful. So we had to make loads of stuff. We lived on Scotch eggs, basically, for two days. Do you days. know I was going to
1: say? We'd be keen to know what you did because we are about to do this. Oh, really? So we into driving to Portugal. Oh, yeah. cool, right. And we were just going, what can we take? So yeah.
2: Scotch so eggs. So the Scotch eggs were absolute lifesavers, although after two days in a hot car, they didn't taste or smell quite so good when you popped open, yeah. The, yeah. <laughs> <when> you popped <laughs> open
1: the Tupperware.
2: We were like, whoa, I don't want any more of them. <laughs> but, um, yeah. I you want to be than a decent call box yeah. Uh, yeah, and um, we did the macadamias as well, um, toasted macadamias with the dark, dark chocolate because Sal so was like, I'm going to want a treat, we're on a holiday I'm going to want a
0: treat, let's <laughs> do this see, see, my, my concern is, I know what I'm like I, I'll probably eat everything we've prepared before we even get to Calais <laughs> <laughs> you
1: know
0: what I mean
2: yeah but once we got there it was brilliant because um, we were in Ildere, um like an island, and really tiny little island, it's all about the um seafood and stuff so yeah was oh, no bother and amazing. it was great because we put the work in before that point there's no bother just he'd have something off our plate or you know and yeah. um, we could order him his own little meal and that, that is a problem when you do go out and eat, that kids' menus don't have a paleo option for kids. Oh, God, no. they're
1: awful, no. aren't they? It's so just it, all It is expensive because you
2: have to order him an adult. Menu. 15 quid, I just paid for his dinner.
1: <laughs>
2: but, you know, uh, he does he eats it. So that's know, the other thing, he eats actually, plenty yeah. as well. He eats a lot. Yeah. So some places are really good. Um, they will, if you go to a really nice restaurant, and obviously they'll do what you want because yeah, they, yeah, they're yeah. cooking it from scratch. Um, but, yeah so I don't know but days when we've been on road trips and been to like a quiet country pub in the middle of, the, middle of nowhere in the sticks or whatever then it's slightly harder to yeah. get them to sort of explain it to them you have to pick what you can off the menus don't you so it's do the same for him and we normally end up with, like a sharing platter <laughs> <I> that's <thought laughs> awesome yeah so. make, make do on those occasions and like I said you know we're realistic about it it's not going to always be that that's all he's ever eaten but he's in a much better position than I am because yeah. he's never overindulged in that stuff he's never yeah. built up any kind of um, problems with any of his digestion tract or anything like that. So you know, I awesome. think he's. I think he's hopefully in uh, in, in on the right road. Anyway, that's we should see.
1: Did you look at things like um, vaccinations as well? Are you are you sort of considering or have considering had, it? Yeah, it's um, so a very difficult one. I know it? it is. It's
2: yeah. a it's a big one, and the research is still. Well, I don't know, maybe you can put me right, but there's, there's so many mixed reports and there's so many different vaccinations as well. So there's ones that probably I don't think he needs to have because I think he's got a very strong immune system because yeah. he eats well. But at the same time, there's other ones maybe that they're saying, now you should have. I can't remember which one it is, but it's polio. There's been a bit of a resurgence in, so they're urging you to get that done. But again, you get lent on, like we did get lent on by the health visitor to feed him certain things that we weren't feeding him. And I, in the end, sort of had to say look, I respect what you're saying, but we're not going to do that. Or even in the end, you just lie to them and go, "Yeah, yeah, okay, cool, we'll do that."
1: Yeah, and <laughs> not don't done do it. it. <laughs>
2: yeah, so um, it's tricky. I
1: actually do that with the dog because the vets are always trying to pump drugs into him. Always, really it's a ridiculous amounts.
2: Yeah, it's a tricky one. I was just thinking about um, nursery stories as well. I came the other day to pick him up. They were having a snack in the evening. Got this fascination with snacks.
1: Oh, a nursery. Yeah,
2: but maybe the kids would need snacks if they eat better meals. Because that's the <laughs> thing. It's not like they give all the kids what Archie has. They they cook him a special meal.
1: Yeah,
2: I understand that maybe sometimes that's okay. But but sometimes they should give him the give them the same food as Archie's having. You know, it doesn't make any sense to me. It's, that's a good meal. There's nothing wrong with that oh, meal. So, yeah, yeah. But they won't eat it. That's yeah. the thing. So when I got there, they were handing out. I think they were Robinson's little fruit chewy bar things to all the kids. Oh, yeah. yeah. Archie got a saucer of um, cut up pear. <laughs> and he was just, he was completely none the wiser about it. He's like, oh, cracking, there's a snack. And he was chomping on his pear. He was never going to eat a whole pear because it was only a snack yeah. in the evening. And I said to say, you know, why why don't they just cut up an extra pear? And there's only, say, five or six kids there and just let them go oh, at yeah. it, you know, share it amongst yeah. them.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, and she said, oh, they wouldn't eat it. When they have things like that, they have to dip the pear in melted chocolate. To get them to eat it,
1: wow! And that made me
2: realise how different his palate is to all these other kids. He's just not conditioned to like the sweet stuff or need it. So,
1: other kids are being weaned on it. That's scary, isn't it?
2: Well, it is, but that's that's all they eat. You know, fruit juice is a big thing. A lot of people give their kids fruit Mm. juice to fill them up. You know, and I've got Archie on the bone broth,
0: so (laughs) he likes it. That's amazing. That's the thing, though, isn't it? Because I know that. I mean, don't get me wrong. When I was a kid, you know, like I ate my fair share of chocolate and sweets and whatnot, but. It was always seen as a treat and it wasn't, you know, I didn't just stuff my face with it on a daily basis, mm. you know, and I was always cooked home foods. Hence the reason yeah. why I even for, for as long as I can remember, I've always liked liver, kidneys, mm-hmm. you know, like, um, broths in, you know, in stews and what I've always loved that kind sure. of stuff.
1: Also, wasn't the emphasis, or well, when I was a kid, was more on milk and not so much on... even. I remember my parents being very wary of fruit juices and the sugar. Yeah, More for your teeth, not for weight at that point. It was just yeah. about teeth, wasn't
2: it? I just I don't know. There's still a big... Most people want you to still go down that route and go down the traditional route, like cereals, mm. which just obviously start your day off in the worst possible way as a child. And the other kids in our family, they don't eat well at all. And it's, it makes it really difficult because... I mean, I've spoken to you about it, carrots before. I've got several health issues that I'm 100% sure are caused predominantly by poor diet. Mm-hmm. And it's really hard to have that conversation with them. And, you know, we were speaking about it earlier. I know, just saying you can't help people sometimes. You've got to just let them get there on their own. Yeah, totally. But, yeah. Um, so having seen that as well, I think that helped, that informed our choices better as well. And we get a lot of, from those children's mums and dads will get. oh, you're so lucky, so lucky with him that he'll eat that, and you're so lucky with him that he doesn't throw tantrums and things (laughs) that he sleeps through and, you know, this and that. And I'm thinking, am I, though, or is it that, you know, we have made difficult choices? That's the thing it is. It's it's a faff to do it. And, you know, you risk being judged by everyone. You have to go and do your food shopping very differently. You have to prep all your meals. I can't just throw things in the microwave like everyone else does. So we kind of feel like we've earned it. If he is yeah, like that no, because of it, you know. Totally. So uh,
1: personally, I would totally believe that that's the reason mm. for it. But obviously, like it's, I said, I don't want a long, to long story to convince yeah, someone. Make
2: him ill to prove it. Yeah, look, yeah. I gave him chocolate cake and
0: crisps, and now look at him. He's <laughs> 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 <It's> a mess. <laughs> Do you know what? It's the same with. Um, it's the same with Hamish. Like you know, he eats like 100 clean, doesn't he? You know, he doesn't eat that kind of crap out of a tin.
1: Yeah.
0: And my mum gave him a. Oh. She gave him a, a freaking Chocolate buttons. Chocolate, doggy chocolate buttons, which, right. you know, is a, is a little treat because it was Easter. dog. Yeah, He wanted to uh, mark the, uh, the yeah. passing of Christ. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that's what it was. <laughs> uh,
1: his gut was
0: in pieces, wasn't it? Like he had the... He had the the, I don't say the word on, no, on this no, podcast, no, no. Uh, but you know what I'm getting at. Um, the other you know, thing
1: that he's done twice, which is really interesting, is he's uh, um, always looking for the chicken bones outside Morley's Chicken and the chicken shops, I obsessed with them, and to a point where it's almost scary, because I've seen him, like, stare at people eating fried chicken. The smell to him, <laughs> they must make it so addictive, like, just yeah. stare, doesn't he? But once um, I turned my back for a second and he managed to eat one, vomited straight away and then really? it happened again with my dad didn't it and he got his head in a takeaway box and my dad wasn't looking and right. I don't know what he had out the takeaway <sighs> box but vomited straight yeah. away Yeah, well, it and it's just reason, like what it? on earth is in that stuff do you yeah. know what I mean and his body went no way his yeah. body
2: what <laughs> it, well, it truly is a temple, a temple. Thing, if you think how long it's taken for this to well it hasn't even caught on properly yet but it's starting to catch on and people are starting to change a lot in the media at the moment about saturated fats which is mm-hmm. always nice to see even yeah. if it's a snail's pace And they're still getting everything else wrong around that story. It's fine. It is happening. Can you imagine how many light years ahead Hamish is before it gets onto dogs and they start to think, oh, maybe dogs are the same. Maybe we (laughs) need to sort out what they're eating as well. I just find it astonishing. But yeah, I, I, I will definitely... I mean, the plan is to have more kids and we'll definitely do... Same thing. Same
0: exactly the same or, thing. Well, like yeah. you say, I mean, the evidence is there. You know, he's mm. happy, he's healthy, he's calm. Strong, he's always been yeah. really strong. The
1: sleeping thing's really interesting. You were the first mm. person that mentioned that, uh, again, because I often just thought that was potluck. But actually, if you think of blood sugar regulation yeah. and all of that, and well, it, It's the same it really
2: with, with, with us, yeah. If yeah. I, you know, on the occasion when you do go out and have a few drinks, I had the worst night's sleep for a couple of nights after that. Well, my body's regulating everything mm. again, you know? And it's exactly the same with him. Um... Yeah, he's he has uh, a few ever beers since and exactly. <laughs> the count initially. <laughs> but, uh, brandy and in the gums. Uh, yeah, granddad's trick that was. Yeah, he he since six months sleeps through no problem seven to seven, which is amazing for us because it gives Sal and I time. We put him to bed and we still get an evening together if I'm not at work. Yeah, you know, and I mean for me seven o'clock's a lie in anyway, so uh, it's not so much for South. She's not keen on the seven seven a.m. get ups at the weekend, but. Uh, yeah, so he sleeps really well, he naps really well, like from a really young age we've just been able to basically just plonk him in the cot, give him a kiss, put him in the cot and he will just put himself off to sleep, settle himself. That's amazing.
1: Um, and have you thought about... So in the next few years, it's almost like we need to check in with you every year. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. yeah. It's all gone to the pot. Yeah. <laughs> so obviously
1: school and, you know, yeah. obviously I, I can't even imagine, you know, teenage years are going to be such a challenge. I'm,
2: I'm kind of hoping that society will catch up before he's old yeah. enough for it to be a real massive issue and then everyone will be doing it, but they'll be struggling with it, whereas we'll yeah. have it down. Yeah, you know? yeah. I think... It goes back a lot to what I said, is that the norm in our house is going to hopefully carry over to school. Um, again, maybe this is wishful thinking on my part, and I know we can't control our secondary school. If everyone's going down the corner shop and buying sweets and stuff in their lunch hour, maybe he'll, he'll, he'll do that.
1: What but you can make do sure it's not given money. That was one thing. My mum never gave me money well, at you know, school.
2: You know what they've got now at schools, or some schools anyway, is they get a swipe card. You put... Um, credit on it credit, huh? and then you can check online you go on the website and you can check what they spent on
1: really yeah. and then there's like a
2: whole black market of uh, <laughs> do you want to swap my salad for a Snickers and
1: things
2: like that so <laughs> mum doesn't find out
1: <laughs> but uh, I hope
2: he isn't that cunning but I will try and educate him as much yeah. as I can and it's very much the same with exercise as well Sort of, I was a bit hesitant when he was really small about doing any, I don't know, say if I'm doing kettlebell workout in the lounge or whatever because it's difficult to fit it in these days, that's definitely something I've had to adapt since we've had a baby yeah, um, is when I work out. And I've made sure that I do it in front of Archie now rather than sort of, oh, well, he could run into the kettlebell if I'm doing a swing <laughs> and take his head off or something. But, um, you know, as long as I'm being sensible and I keep him aware of where he is, I'd rather he saw that because I want him to know, the yeah. same as the cooking, that, you know, we should move and we should exercise and... It's not a problem at this age, obviously, because they just run around all day. Yeah. But, um Yeah, I, I'd be over the moon with it if he was picking up a tiny little weight or whatever, and was um, wanting me to show him how to do it in a few years. That'd be amazing. Which
1: I, know, I, I would imagine that will absolutely be the case, won't yeah,
2: it? Was, I, yeah, I think I've, I have heard of people saying that that has happened. I've got friends who um, are trainers, and they've got kids a bit older, and yeah, they're, they're wanting to get involved. And a couple of my um, home clients actually around the area, they if their kids are off school. They'll say to them, Oh, you know, go and do go and go and watch a DVD. They're like five or six years old and they'll come in after twenty minutes and want to join in on the workout. <laughs> it's it's really nice. And I think that's that's one of the things that I'd like to move more into with regards to the sessions that we do as well. Um, just uh training as a family. So everyone comes down at the weekend and you make sure that maybe mum and dad won't get quite the hardcore workout that they would have done if it had just been them. Yeah. But they've got their kids there, they're all spending time together, but you don't have to do it separately, you know. I think that's really important. I think that's definitely something I'll try and do with Archie and hopefully Sal as well.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Family training. And that's what, and you, so you own um, Greenwich Training That's right,
2: yeah. So, um, yeah, Greenwich Training, -training uh, (laughs) greenwichtraining.com. We've dictated our name by the website we got. But, uh, yeah, so we've been running that for three or four years now. um, And it's just basically been group fitness sessions around Greenwich and personal training clients, whether it be in London Bridge or at their homes and in parks and stuff. Um, So, yeah, we've built up a client base uh, through doing that. And um, next for us is hopefully to find a a studio space in Greenwich, a premises in Greenwich, because there isn't much like that in there, we want to try and go again down the family route, mainly because it suits the way my life is now. you know now we 've got a little one um it 's made me realize how important that is, so classes where parents can bring along their their kids or classes in the daytime for for mums and um to train with their babies nearby, so we have a safe area for the kids to play with with some toys and things and yeah, hopefully we can get that started soon. We recently had a premises fall through at the very last minute, which was uh tough to take but we're looking at a couple of other options but so. it was a sign it wasn't meant to be exactly mm-hmm. everything happens and for there. Reason. yeah so um and you're keep...
1: taking your clients through sort of paleo primal nutrition as well aren't you so, oh absolutely
2: yeah. yeah yeah all of my every time i get a, a new client come through or my existing clients i'm all try, always trying to transition them onto it as much as i can yeah. um sure. i find that the ones who are still in their 20s We'll do it generally Monday to Friday. Then, uh, yeah, it all goes out the window at, this, at the moment's temptations. Uh, but yeah, with the um,
1: it's funny actually because we both used to work Monday mornings. We'd be the first two in, yeah. and you just all you would get was confessions. Like both of yes. us, I'd, I'd be hearing your confessions with your time Yeah, very well, true. Yeah, it started off well. Yeah, <laughs> but,
2: at six ten on a Monday
1: yeah. morning.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Oh, God, yeah, so yeah, you don't always get full compliance, but the ones that do do it, generally the women that are about to get married, uh, they absolutely. Get, <laughs> yeah. as soon as they see results, then that drives them, and they do push on from there, and, and a they few get married and are, go off
1: it again,
2: <laughs> 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 honeymoon, yeah, yeah, always off the rails, but now I've got quite a few clients that um, have stuck to it, and have really gone for it wholesale, That's and they've got amazing results, and I always uh, tell them to get the book, it's the easiest thing to do now, just read the book. <laughs> I've right, told you before <laughs> just go away read Fitter Foods book um, yeah it's changed a lot of my clients the results they're getting and, and the way they can train now as well I've had that, well, clients thing, lost a lot of weight which r-
0: results been... breed results right yeah. so people start getting results they're like okay this works yeah. then, they, then they have the added benefit of actually they're getting stronger yeah. they're recovering faster more energy so all of a sudden sleep. training has a whole new purpose yeah and you just think well, why would you why would you want to do it any other way? Yeah, I do I do get quite often clients that
2: will push their luck and go, oh, I've lost the weight now, I'm going to go back to this. Yeah. But more often than not, they feel so different and so awful yeah. going back to what they were doing before. Yeah. And they notice the drop off in their training that I'd say of the people that do regress, 80% then come back to it again and go, yeah, yeah fine, I, I'm just, it's far better for me. To do this and get the results, all the positives, you know, it's so much better, exactly, than than going and necking 10 pints at the weekend and then ruining the rest of the weekend for myself or, you know, having a pizza on a Friday because I feel like I've had a hard week at work. But actually, you know, you could make a a make in our house, Friday night, steak night.
1: (laughs) Oh, (laughs) yeah, yeah, that's happening. That's
2: happening, yeah. Oh, yeah, I went to drinks earlier little plug for my local butchers there. <laughs> I guess swear they get annoyed with me always buying bones for the broth and nothing else. Yeah, I just they... need some bones. <laughs>
1: so is that it?
2: Yeah. yeah. When you spend some real money. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'll come in for me
0: turkey. <laughs> <laughs> I <I'll> can see <you. laughs> but The thing is, is um, I think people, because I had an email the other day, actually, from someone who has basically said they've got quite a substantial amount of weight to lose. Mm-hmm. And they said, oh I, oh, I noticed that you guys are... are Uh, have a paleo foundation is that like a caveman diet because that's pretty much what i've been following (laughs) but but they said but i can tell you now i'm at my wits end with eating dried out turkey and soggy spinach and uh and i Mm -hmm. went back and i said well i don't know what kind of like diet you've been (laughs) following but you know like Ours is far from dried out turkey yeah. and soggy spinach. You know where you've got that idea from? I don't know. It's a starving caveman. Yeah. yeah it's a lazy <laughs> caveman. Not, not a very yeah, good guy go hunting. Yeah. You know, <laughs> used to get his finger out. But yeah, but it's like, but, but I think even now people still have that idea in their head, don't they? That mm. eating well and healthy is. Tasteless, boring. I actually
1: think, in yeah. some ways, personal trainers have put that in people's minds because how many I mean, all three of us have worked in gyms where trainers come in eat, in chomping on chicken and chicken and broccoli, yeah. spinach. a little bit of rice,
0: yeah. a little, yeah. rice. A little
1: yeah. Tupperware chicken for every spinach. meal. Yeah, sometimes sweet potato.
0: Gotta get my loose thing, gotta get my loose thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and
1: it is. And I think clients look at that and think, So that's how I get your physique, is it? I just live on chicken and yeah, broccoli. Yeah, well, it's,
2: it's a hardship. Yeah, it's, no, it doesn't have to really? be, you know. No. And if you, I think you get to enjoy the cooking and I was saying to Keris about it before you know there's loads of good recipe books out there it's not yeah totally other good recipe books are available people it's not just Fitter <laughs> Foods obviously
0: Actually, Fitter Foods is the basis this,
1: this one I would definitely mention um, yeah. Ian's just showed me he's got the autoimmune paleo cookbook by got
0: Ironically, has a bowl of spinach on the front.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But actually, I think this those uh, are crisps. those are the crisps, are they? kale crisps. Kale crisps. crisps. I do think this one. I've been looking at it online. I would have shown. I would have had a better picture on the
2: front. I think you can. It does look um, an awesome book.
1: It is very good.
2: I think you can only get it in Kindle version unless you pay a fortune to have it shipped over um, at the moment. But I luckily had someone going to America, a client in fact, and uh, so I asked her to pick it up for me.
0: Bacon, beef, liver, patty. That should have been on the front oh,
1: right there. there you that go. That looks amazing. Actually, just before uh, this morning, I'm just testing out, again, new ways to get liver in. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to do liver stuffing balls. So putting the liver in the stuffing mm-hmm. balls. But as usual, I've just gone a bit gonko and put loads of liver in and thought, okay.
0: It's actually more that you've now put pork in the, the liver stuffing balls.
1: Yeah, <laughs> the <lot> liver. <laughs> right. So then I thought, I'll try and take the liver taste away by adding blueberries. And then I thought, maybe some Toasted Hazel. Now it's just, I don't know what it's going to taste like. But it'll be interesting. If it's any good, you'll see it on the page. Yeah. <laughs> i no,
2: if it didn't make it. Oh, never made no.
1: it. No. <laughs> don't put blueberries in it. your liver.
0: Yeah. <laughs> no, but I think, we, I think like you mentioned earlier, about the power of the internet. I think there's so many websites now that, you know, have got some amazing recipes on, that are packed with nutrition, Yeah, you know, taste amazing, are pretty easy to to to, to prepare. And... I always think like God like that a lot of the time like people are like, oh, it's time, it's time but mm-hmm. if you look there's recipes you can knock up in ten, fifteen minutes. No yeah. different to
2: yeah. a uh, we we first thing we got when we had Archer was the slow cooker and it's a godsend. It's, it's, it's so amazing. easy to use and it's brilliant. Doesn't matter what time you get in, there's a meal waiting for you, so it saves the excuse of oh I haven't got anything cooked and I wanna wait as soon yeah. as I get in so I'll pick something yeah. up. Which yeah. is a classic excuse, isn't it? Um, and there is, this. I always try and go for things referenced from sites and recipe sites that I know I like. I'll go by things they've recommended because most of these guys still link to each other yeah. rather than just Googling it because there's so much information out there. Half of these people don't come from a nutritional background, yeah. so it's better to go, I've found site to site, linking them that way. But there is so much info out there now.
1: What sites do you tend to use just so people can um, follow some of them if they're not? already
2: i think it's all the same ones really um i'm trying to think now there's one guy i can't remember what his name is caveman dad or something like that and he does loads of slow cooker stuff
1: Oh wow. and he's
2: brilliant he's really good because he's uh, no nonsense because sal's always saying to me you know in the mornings i have no time because i've gotten before either of them are up so then she's got to look after archie and have a shower and get ready for work and get him ready, and get him washed. And then she said, the last thing I want to do is prepare things and throw them in the slow cooker. And I was like, look, I'll cut up an onion the night before, <laughs> and I'll put the rub on the chicken, and all you need to do is throw, literally throw the onion in the bottom of the, of the slow cooker and pop the chicken on top, done, that's it. And that's sort of how we managed to get through it.
1: That's, but, great, that's good. That's great, obviously, because you've got
2: your cold cuts as well yeah. Yeah, yeah. for the rest of the week, and Archie will quite happily have them for lunch. So that's if we're amazing. going out for lunch or for the day, it's easy to pop them in, the, in his little lunchbox and off we go.
0: People keep asking us to do a slow cooker uh, recipe book, yeah. don't
1: they? We don't need yeah. to have enough, do we? We need to use it more. Well, we Mine's do. always but got it's broth just in. always, it. always, <laughs> always <homes. laughs> got broth in, yeah, basically. <laughs> Nothing <as> adventurous. <laughs> no. no. There are some true.
2: amazing ones out there. There are, there are some bad ones, but there, there are a lot of
0: good ones, actually. Yeah. Or seek and you shall diamonds, find, yeah. as they say. Yeah. yeah. We do come across some absolute calamities I know, um, of recipes, but. I've just
2: remembered Nom Nom. Nom Nom Paleo is really that good. That is good. Yeah. yeah that is good. Yeah, that's the main... I've got the iPad app, actually, for that. That's quite cool. It's quite good. All right. Why is your iPad app, guys? When's that happening? Oh. You've got loads time <laughs> on
1: your hands, Yeah, you? yeah.
0: I'm start reading off all the excuses now. <laughs> <laughs> we should have an app. Right, well, I'm going to wrap it up there because we have surpassed the hour, which is normally where we like to keep it because um, it's normally by then people get hungry and... Like, I.e. me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then their brain drifts elsewhere. So... Mate, absolutely awesome! Thank yeah, you for having us around so to your uh, yeah, really useful. to your cracking kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's filled me with inspiration. Now I've got tons of ideas. This, this is where the magic happens. Who could not cook in here? It's amazing. It's true. It, this this kitchen makes you wanna cook. In yeah. I, I actually had this conversation. Well, I didn't have a conversation. It was um, I spoke about this at one of our seminars recently about creating a creating the right environment. Mm. You know, which goes across. You know, your whole life. You know, work, training, whatever. But I've always said if your kitchen is a place that is nice to be, it yeah. just makes the whole cooking experience more enjoyable. Yeah. And I was saying, you know, get yourself a nice, decent set of knives and make your kitchen really cosy and homely, Yeah. exactly how this is, basically. Mm-hmm. We should come around and borrow it a few times a week and do some <laughs> <Your> cooking.
1: videos. <laughs> hey, <that's, laughs> so I get
0: free samples. Yeah. Up all <laughs> <up all laughs> that's that's that. good. That's the deal, that's the deal. But, yeah, so, um, yeah, thank you very much, mate. Yes, Lots you. of awesome tips there. Um, sounds nice. like Archie is... Having a cracking start to life, and I'm sure it will long continue. Um, So, guys, hope you enjoyed that. Please, please, please subscribe, share this podcast with any uh, you know mums to be or people that have uh, you know maybe just just had a child, and you think they'll benefit from this because I think there's some fantastic info there, and and the proof is in the pudding. And and I have met Archie. healthy, happy looking fella. So the proof is in the pudding, no pun intended. But uh, guys, hope you enjoyed it. Um, <laughs> hey- Hamish is excited that the podcast is over by the looks of it. We can start showing him attention again. And uh, yeah, and I will see you or we will see you even over in episode 22. Bye. Toodles. Are you going to say bye?
1: Bye. bye <laughs>